Hey there, gang. It's Marvel Monday, and now we are going to go through some of the new rule changes for Marvel Champions. I did get a hold of Thor. We're going to put that in the back burners for a little bit. I'm just still going through some of the other decks here for a true solo experience. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and see if there's any amazing rule changes. Uh, some of these that I browsed through already, they, they, they seem to be pretty common sense stuff. Um, so... If you can, go to the FFG website. Go ahead and download the Living New Rulebook. Uh, it was updated on March 5th. And we'll see what the first one is. Everything's highlighted in red. So hopefully nobody is truly colorblind and they're never going to see it. But I'm going to see here to see anything that really sticks out. So the first one here, the very first page, they talk about player card abilities cannot resolve during game setup unless preferenced by a setup timing trigger so you can't do anything before um setup and i think that was a given anyways honestly nobody can like play cards from their hand and stuff like that only with unique setup stuff and this is with any lcg card game that you're playing with anyways uh pretty much it's going to be lotr that explicitly states setup um a little bit more on Arkham Horror, where you have a whole pamphlet and stuff like that that tells you how to set up the game anyways, more so than the cards. But LOTR, definitely for sure. So uh, they broke down some of the terminology as setup abilities, forced interrupt abilities, forced responsibilities. So uh, that was highlighted. Let's take a look down here, see if anything else calls out in red. Uh, dash. So... If a character's power, such as attack, thwart, and recover, has a dash, it cannot exhaust to use that power. It's just telling you it does. Like, oh, it could be a zero. Uh, no, it, you just can't exhaust to use it at all, period. So they put a little added sentence there to it. It says, a game step or ability references a power with the value of dash is treated as zero. So if anything calls you to make that test, uh, it's zero. So... Uh, they just threw that out there. Again, I think that was kind of common sense there, too. Uh, defend a defense. When an enemy makes an attack, the players have the option to defend against the attack. And there are a few different ways this can, can occur. So they updated the terminology of the defend and defense. But there are two new blurbs on it. So if no hero or ally is used to defend the attack, then the attack's considered undefended. Again, this is going to call back to LOTR. Uh, very much so. So, and, and I think, again, that is a given. Also, they put another uh, bullet here. If a triggered ability is labeled as a defense, such as a hero action defense, that ability can only be resolved by a player while they are the target of the attack. So, it's not like somebody else's a hero action defense ability. If they're trying to deal with that defense, it only could be for that hero alone. Uh, again, common sense. Uh, enemy attacks, they did put a new blurb. Uh, so if a villain is attacking, flip each of the villain's boost cards face up one at a time and then in order. Resolve any boost abilities indicated by the star icon in the boost field. Increase the villain's attack value by one and discard each boost card after it's resolved. Okay, so they made it a little more clear that if it's attack first, then get the boost. But I kind of had a feeling anyways, you were going to have to do the boost action anyways. Because that boost action might give you the attack value. And this is more so with, not necessarily with like the normal boost icons, but it's with the star icons that can trigger something else off of another card. Probably looking at Claw on this one. Alrighty. 
Enemy schemes. Uh, so if a villain is scheming, flip each of the villain's boost cards face up one at a time and then in order. And it's the same way too. So just like the attack, uh, the boost is the same way. You're going to trigger the boost ability, then then change the scheme value if possible, then get rid of the card. Alrighty. So scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Indirect damage. Alright, there's a little blurb on this one here. Some cards... Abilities may deal indirect damage. Indirect damage is dealt to a player or a group of players that must be split amongst all characters that specified players control. Uh, this is assessed without accounting for interactions from other abilities. So, for example, if you take five indirect damage, but you control an ally in play with four hit points remaining, you may assign four of that indirect damage to an ally and then assign the remaining indirect damage to your identity. Okay. Again, that one's just making it clear. I don't think there's any any major changes. Nothing's really sticking out. I went through it once before. Uh, we're still going through. We're in the R's. This is just like a dictionary. Alrighty. Okay. So, this one here is the star icons for the boost effect. And I was wondering why they didn't put this in earlier, but now they did. So, say for instance you're playing with Rhino, and Rhino does have a couple of those star icon cards, but there's nothing to boost with. So, it doesn't give you the plus one, doesn't give you a plus two, doesn't give you anything like that. It just gives you a star, and the star doesn't wreck anything. So, if an in-game step or ability references the power to a value of a star icon, that value is treated to zero. Okay, so that's what I've been doing anyway, so it counts as nothing. So, it's just zero. So, there's no other boost after that. So, okay. Easy enough. Gonna go on down, gonna go on down. Still going down. I think that's really about it. I mean, nothing too much here. There is a couple player cards that were updated, maybe errated. I'm gonna take a look here. I'm not gonna go through the newer cards yet because I really haven't played with them yet. So, general questions. They do have a first one here. And this is a new one in red. In the course set, there are 19 aggression, just and protection, but only 18 leadership. Why is that? They just, they just, in fact, she just said, well, later card aspect refused one fewer card than the other aspects because it has more unique cards to choose from. Okay. For those that are counting cards. Uh, Jennifer Walters. If a threat is placed on a scheme during game setup, does Jennifer Walters' ability trigger? And I agree. And it's it, that's why they had to put in the setup timing there. They said no. This is for the She-Hulk card. So, no, abilities that do not have a setup timing trigger cannot resolve during in-game setup. And I've been playing it that way, too. That seems kind of weenie-ish if you actually did do it that way. That's just gaming the system. Like, come on, man. Don't do that. Don't do that. Tigra. All right. So, Tigra had a question. Does Tigra's responsibility trigger before or after she takes consequential damage? Before. After Tiger attacks and it defeats a minion, the condition is checked immediately after Tiger defeats a minion with her attack power, but before consequential damage is applied to her. Yeah, so if she defeats the enemy, she'll be able to heal one, but then take the consequential damage back. So it wouldn't make sense if it was the other way around, because Tiger would not last very, very long unless she came in uh, pretty quickly. So it's before first, not after. So you can keep her out longer, especially if she's on... I think she's a three-hit pointer, but... You know, if she's on two hit points, it, that makes a difference. Make the call, corset. So when playing make the call, do the powers of aspect resource cards, such as the power of leadership, generate one resource or two? 
Make the call text states action, pay with the printing cost of an ally in any player's discard pile, meaning the player is paying the cost of the ally itself. That ally's aspect matches that of the power of the aspect card, then you can, it will generate two. Again, this is common sense. So if I'm playing leadership and I do have that and it happens to be blue, uh, a blue ally with the blue uh, double resource, yes, you can. But it doesn't do the other way around for basic. It's only going to give you one. Uh, again, this is common sense. Uh, there's a couple for Green Goblin. I'm not even that far yet. Captain America, I do own it. Haven't really messed around with it yet. Uh, I did do a couple runs with it, but we'll move on with that later. They've also did some questions for Miss Marvel and Thor. Thor's got one. So, let's see. And and that is it. Honestly, the, the reviews here, I, I think they just cleaned it up a little bit. All of it's common sense. None of it's, like, groundbreaking by any means necessary. So, all in all, pretty good. Not so bad. Uh, I know they have uh, are still putting out some new heroes. So, Thor just came out in March. I believe Black Widow is in April. Doctor Strange in May. And I believe Hulk is in June, because they just had an FFG uh, uh, Twitch stream on that. And then we'll have the box set, which we have no idea about, other than it's the blank of blank, which everyone has their own ideas on. And I'm not even going to speculate, but I'm hoping it's like a cool, I wouldn't say necessarily like legacy game, but I hope it plays one in after the other, and there might be some like in-game elements that you can progress your decks up a little bit just for that box set. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. You know, thinking like Arkham Horror. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, in either case, we're going to start with my build here. I did a build with Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel. We're going to run through Rhino in basic with one player because I haven't done it yet. Uh, but I did tweak your deck out, so look at my show notes. You can see what I built. I've also included cards in here that I've had for Thor, uh, Captain America, and Miss Marvel. So if there's any any of those cards that are relevant in here, I'll put that in the show notes too as well. But in any case, let's see what Cara, uh, Captain Marvel can do with Rhino. Okay, so we know what Rhino needs to do. So Rhino is uh, going to trying to break in to steal some vibranium, and you're trying to stop him. I will lose if the scheme goes to 7. He has 14 hit points for the first stage, and again, i got to hit two of his stages to win the game. Carol Danvers, um, she can recover for 4 in her alter ego. As an action, she can choose a player to draw a card, which is awesome in solo, let me tell you, because I can always get an additional card in her alter ego format. She has a hand size 6, 12 hit points. Rhino... Right now, is at 14 hit points with one scheme to attack. So I'm going to draw my opening hand. Six, chase him down. Photonic Blast. Power of Aggression. Spider-Woman. Crisis Interdiction. And double that. Two of them. Okie doke. So, do I want to keep this hand? Now, if I want to keep this hand, um, great. If not, I'm going to have to pitch this and then draw another six and deal with it. It's not like I get to shuffle these back in again. So, uh, I do like spider one, and I can't confuse. But, more important, the Photonic Blast gives me five damage to an enemy. And if you pay for this card using a... I'm going to call it agility. Let me look at that up real quick. I'll get the terminology down here one of these days. 
I'm going to call it lightning bolt, but it's called energy, which kind of makes sense because it's Captain Marvel. Uh, if you pay this using a resource, I get the draw card. All right. So let's just go out. I'll keep this hand. We'll see how it happens. Again, I want to try in three shots, because this game goes very, very quickly, to try to take down Rhino in easy mode with the bomb scare uh, schemes that are in play. All right. Uh, let's do this. Carl, you're going to draw me a card. I like drawing cards. It's another photonic pass. All right, you're going to flip over. You're going to become Captain Marvel. She does have an action. Spend an energy resource to heal one damage from her and then get to draw a card. She's at max, so that's not going to help me out a whole heck of a lot. Spider-Woman, uh, I think she's great mid-play and late game. Not so much for early on because she confuses. And right now, I'm just going to try to hit as hard as I can and stay in that hero mood as long as I can. So this is a potentially for me just a pitch. Alrighty, so I will play uh, Photonic Blast for three, and i got to get rid of three cards. So I'll get rid of Spider-Woman. Uh, I'll get rid of Chase Him Down. That's two. But more importantly, i got to get an energy resource, so I will get rid of the Crisis Interdiction. That's three. So I'll deal a five to Rhino and uh, put him down to nine. I'll draw a card for that. I do, <laughs> I do another Photonic Blast. <laughs> All right, let's just do a... Let's just do a... This is silly. Let's just do a double shot of that. Photonic Blast again. I pick out Power of Regression. That's another Wild. I got my energy from the other Crisis Interdiction and then remove my last... Pho photonic blast for another five and i get the draw cards i got them all the way down to four and i'm almost one shot in rhino here i can only draw a card once per turn with the captain marvel bit but does not so for the photonic blast so i get to draw a token card my hand's out though and i drew a chase him down so finally captain marvel just use her normal basic attack and bring rhino down to two Woo! just smoked him smoked him good all right, so the players are done. Uh, I can discard any number of cards from my hand. I think chasing down's a little not help me out, so I will pitch that. And I'll draw my full complement of cards. And for her, for Captain Marvel, it's one less. It's five. And then I'll ready her. Two, three, four, five. I got energy absorption, energy channel, alpha flight station. I got attack team and Tigra. Alrighty, we're at the villain's phase. And he's going to put a threat on the break-in. That's the first thing he's going to do. And now he sees me, and he's going to attack me. So it's at least a two. So here's the boost card. For two plus zero. There's nothing on it. It's the break-in to take-in side scheme. So he's just, I'm just taking two, so I'll be down to ten. Now, I call it like the encounter deck, so I have to draw uh, an encounter from the deck and see what I can do with it and resolves. It's advanced. Treachery. When revealed, the villain schemes. Uh. So, just the villains get a boost card for scheming, not for a henchman or minions. So, scheme one over zero. It's another advanced treachery. I swear I shuffled these decks. So, he will scheme for another one and put it at the two. Villain is done, and we're finished with the first turn. All right, Captain Marvel's up. So, got, her down to, got him down to two. I just need to do two points. So let's do this. I want to see what's going to happen. So Captain Marvel will just use her basic attack. I'll tap her for two to take care of Rhino to zero. So that'll put him in stage two. So now he'll have 15 hit points. 15 per player. It's just one for me. 
And when he's revealed, search the encounter deck and discard pile for breaking a taken side scheme. Put into play. So breaking escaping has three threat on here. I get one additional threat for each player playing. And then I have to draw an additional counter card during the villain phase. So I want to get rid of that pretty quickly, if at all possible. Uh, but I'm not really pumped up for that. So let's do this. I will play Tigra for three. Uh, and I'll use the energy absorption for it. I really would like just to bypass it. You know, considering I got energy channel, and what it does is I can spend X amount of resources and put those counters on there and then discard the energy channel, deal two damage to an enemy to a maximum 10 for each enemy energy counter there. Uh, yeah, let's do that because I think I just want to pop them. So I'll play the upgrade out. Energy channel is out. I will spend... Pitch the energy absorption is the action to put three on there. So I got three. And I'll pitch the tech team as well. And that'll be four. So almost cranked it up to full strength. And you know, honestly, energy absorption is an awesome card. And I was trying to look around for those cards too to help crank up the energy channels. And a lot of the ones that require energy. Uh, I will... Can't spend any resources off of her. I, I don't want to scheme either. So I got Tiger and Alpha Flight Station. I can pitch Tiger and put out Alpha Flight Station for one. And it is a support card. Action. Exhausted. And you get to choose and discard one card from your hand and then draw a card. Draw two cards instead if you're Carol. But I'm not Carol. We'll just save that on for the time being. So I'm out of cards. I'm out of things to do. I don't really want to... I want to think I want to save one more time because I want to get my full dollar amount on energy channel. So let's go to the enemy phase. So the enemy phase, I'll crank up the scheme up to three out of seven. And Rhino is going to hit me. But let me draw my hand size up real quick. I got an endurance. Enhanced reflexes. Another endurance. Mockingbird. And Enhanced Reflexes. Oh, I just drew the basic pack here, man. Nothing but basic cards. All right. So Rhino wants to hit me for now. It's three attack. Do I want to defend? Do I want to defend? No, I'm going to think I can take this on the chin. So right now it's at least three plus this boost. And it is two more. And it was an explosion for five. So I'll go down to five. And then I have to draw two encounter cards. One for just as normal. And then one for the break and taken. Resolve them in order. First one is Shocker. I deal one damage to each hero. He's a three hit point villain for one scheme and two attack. So I'll be down to four. Then my second card is False Alarm. You are confused. If you're already confused, this card gains surge. Nope, not confused. So I'm not going to be able to scheme. And if I do scheme, I can get rid of the confused. Uh, well, I call it trauma. That's pretty much what it is in a nutshell. I do have Shocker in my face. Okay, not an end-all, be-all, because he doesn't have guard. Uh, but Rhino uh, is definitely setting up his defenses here, so let's see if I can get out of this. All right, I only got four hit points left, so let's tap the Alpha Flight Station. I, I don't need two Enhanced Reflexes, so I'll pitch that one to draw a card. It happens to be Valkyrie. It's a three-cost ally. It's came from the Thor pack. One thwart, two attack. Um, residual damage is one each, three hit points. After she enters the play, deal two damage to a minion. Three instead if you paid it with a resource. That's not a bad thing. Uh, 
see, I'm at four. This is going to get really weird. So let's get rid of the first endurance because I only have one on me. So I'll get rid of the endurance as an action. I'll spend that resource. I'll heal a damage. I'll put me at five off of Captain Marvel and draw a card. Two Avengers Mansion. Okay. I was looking for a damage card here, but that's not it. I will then pitch. Pitch. Oh, the Avengers Mansion. I really want to get Valkyrie out. Valkyrie's pretty good. Uh, I'll get rid of... No, I don't want to get rid of Endurance. I'll get rid of Enhanced Reflexes and Mockingbird for the Valkyrie. And she comes into play, does three damage to a minion in play because I paid it with a energy resource and then it was on the Enhanced Reflexes card. So that will take sh care of Shocker right from the get-go. I will pitch the Endurance to crank up the energy channel to five and then unleash Unbridled Hell on Rhino. And I'll put them all the way down to five. And then finally, if I can find the five on this dice. I'm using dice instead of those little trays. It's just faster. And then Valkyrie will come over for another two. And that'll put them down to three. And then finally, I can attack with Miss Marvel for another two tech. I got them down to one. To one. I do take a residual damage. So there will be one on Valkyrie. I will ready everything. I will draw my hand size back up to five. You know, do I want to go into... No, I don't want to scheme. Well, no, I don't want to scheme. Let's just tough it out. I'm going to tough it out. I do have a blocker now. Let's draw the five. Hulk, Endurance, Genius, Energy Absorption, and Captain Marvel's Helmet. It gives me a little defense bump. Enemy phase. We're going to crank up the scheme to four. Rhino's going to hit me. I, I'm going to have him hit Valkyrie instead. So she'll tap the block. Three plus, well, it's going to be a dead Valkyrie anyway. You look at it. It's four. Valkyrie is toast. And then I'm going to draw my two encounter cards. First one for, for just because. Every, you get it every turn in the game. Hard to keep down. He heals four. Boo. And if he couldn't go up to max, then this card would gain search. All right, so he's at five. My second card is Crowd Control. And this one's got two scheme on it. Put that on there. And if I've got a, if I can remove any threat, uh, I have to do it on Crowd Control first. Alright. So that would be it for that turn. Alright, so let's use the Alpha Flight Station. I'm going to pitch the helmet. I think that's not really needed. And then draw a card from the Alpha Flight Station. Do Enhance Reflexes. I will pitch the Enhance Reflexes to heal a damage. I'll put her at 6 and draw a card. can only do that once per round. Crisis Interdiction. I guess I'm going to play Hulk and see if I can actually smash through this. That's what it looks like. So I'll play Genius for 2. Play out Hulk. Does three attack. Could do a lot more. And let's have him go after... After Rhino. So, three attack to Rhino. So it's two. And after that attack is resolved, discard the top card of my deck. And whatever the printed cost is, I gotta deal with it. It is the energy one, so deal one damage to each character. That includes Rhino. It'll be a one. 
So Hulk will take one. I will take one. And Rhino will take one. And I think that'll do it. So then Captain Marvel will then, without anything else, tap for two attack to take care of Rhino. Not too bad. Not, not too bad at all. The thing I had to worry about is, um, can I handle the threat? The threat was building up pretty quickly. I mean, she can go for threat, but honestly, Captain Marvel to me, you just need, you want to load up with any of her big power signature cards to unleash attacks and just, just do it. Just hit them hard. So, I do have a little build up there you know, that, that would play off of her abilities. So, I might play expert on this and see how he will, she'll handle on this one. But not too bad. Um, yay. Check that off. So that's one thing done. So the, the weird thing about this thing is I have like a, a Gigunda spreadsheet. Because I want to play each hero once against a villain and for each aspect. And on top of that too, I can crank it up. So if I want to take out the Bomb Scare and throw in the uh, Legion of Hydra, I can do that. They got that whole little bit, you know, ramping and building up. You know, if you think it's too easy, I'll throw in a different sky scheme. So I kind of did. I made a crazy chart on it. And it feels like it's like an incompletionist in me. So I can actually see if I can actually beat each one. And some of those are like nigh impossible for me, you know, at, at a pure solo level. Because they are tough. Like the Modoc pack, the mechanical chair is rough. Really, really rough. But um, I've noticed like I can take a couple characters and you know, I can just run through with Rhino. And then once I'm done with Rhino, I can go through Claw and then Ultron, and then eventually once I get the green... I got the Wrecking Crew, but I don't have the Green Goblin pack yet. But I'm not worried about it because there's still a ton of play in this box. So, if you stick around this long for this, thanks for listening. And then uh, this will wrap up uh, Marvel Monday. I'll keep on chiming in every Monday or so often that I can get to it to get some more Marvel in. If there's any new updates, we'll, we'll go through them together. You can get a hold of me, Tim, at Arkham's Kids. It's a R-K-H-M-H-A-M-S, kids, at gmail.com. I've also been doing a lot more presence on Facebook, taking photos with my family and other games that I play too as well. So take a look at that. Uh, I have more of a presence now on Facebook and Instagram and so on and so forth. So check me out. All right, guys. Until then, I will holler at you later.